what are you supposed to do with all that junk they leave behind? Crumpled up receipts, people's business cards, you know, for Sheila. Who's Sheila? This is what we're talking about today on the podcast, Narcissistic Abuse Unwound. Here we go. They leave so much stuff behind. Did you know they do this to all of us? They leave boxes or bags of things, junk, candy wrappers, business cards, and sometimes things that seem to be super valuable. And they leave these things in a closet, in a box in the garage, maybe on our dining room table. Here's the thing. No matter what the stuff is, As normal human beings, we feel responsible for their junk. Once again, as in this entire, entire thing, the things about us that are normal and gorgeous as normal human beings are bent to their benefit. They leave the things on purpose. These are not things they want. These are not things they care about. You know, they don't even remember what's there. How many of you have had them text you? or call you or email you saying, what's in my box under your bed? Can you look and see if my golf club is in your garage? Could you look and find out if my leather jacket is in your closet and take it to get the elbow patches repaired? They don't remember what's there. And on the other hand, there could be some key items that they use the presence of in your home as a way to keep an open door. That, overall, is the point of leaving the junk behind. Another reason they leave the things is that they really and truly don't care about that thing, the thing they leave. Remember, these are creatures that are not normal. They are not normal human beings. They are not like you and I. They do not have the ability to have an emotional connection to a person, to a place, or to a thing, unless that person, place, or thing, and by the way, for them, a person is a thing, a place is a thing, a thing is a thing, and unless that thing pertains to a want, a need, something related to their survival and entertainment. They don't care about that thing. That thing is meaningless, almost incomprehensible to them as an item. They don't see the things the way we see them. There could be some of the things that they have a memory of because that thing is something they plan on selling or think they could sell. They're using our place as a depository for future funds when they get in a bind and need to sell that golf club or somebody's motorcycle that's parked there. Maybe it's a brand new iPhone in a box. And where did they get that phone? A lot of their items are stolen. And if these things are stolen, are they really going to call the cops on you as we think they might do or they threaten to do? There are a couple more things related to this I want to talk about. The more that they still value us as a thing, as a source of doing them favors, a place to sleep, money, having bills paid, the more intensely they're going to possibly use that junk as a way to keep the door open. It's not about the junk. It's about what they can still get and wring out of us. The other thing I really want to talk about related to this is that we have to get rid of the junk. Every state has different laws about personal property and when it can be disposed of, when it becomes the property of the person who possesses it rather than the person who left it behind. So if you are thinking, oh, they're going to call the cops on me, 
do some research, look up your state. Every state has different laws about when someone else's things that they have left behind on your property become your possession rather than theirs. Here's another thing. Remember these creatures brain. It is empty, vapid, very limited, specifically focused on its own survival. Their reality is completely different than ours. We've heard them lie about this and that and then change it to the other thing and the other thing and this thing because in their brains, real is made up and whatever you say becomes the next real. We can use what they are to maneuver them out of our lives. But here's something you can do. If you're still talking to them, texting them, still in touch in a minor, more low-key way, and one of the last things that's holding a grip on you is that their possessions are somewhere in your home or on your property. Go find that box or that duffel bag, suitcase, open it up, go through it for yourself, to observe. Look at this. What is in here? What kind of things is this person keeping? If it's a picture of their mother, realize they haul something like that around that for normal people would have sentimental value to seem normal, to show it to us, the real normal people, when they need to, to seem normal. Otherwise, they don't care about mom. That's why she's in a photo shoved in the back of a suitcase pocket. If the things in the suitcase are old, torn, broken, you will notice that the things are not cared for. Things have a value in as much as that thing benefits them, makes them look good, brings them something they need or want in a particular moment. For yourself, looking at these things, old, tattered, torn, forgotten, is there anything that you keep that is from who knows how many years ago, or is something you stole and shoved it in a box, left it in the side pocket of a suitcase, you've carted around and left at this person's house and then that person's house. This isn't normal, is it? Try and see it that way. Rather than imbuing these things with the same kind of importance or value or sentimentality that we would have about our things. Look at those things and put it together. This isn't normal. Why in the world is this suitcase full of one broken bowling shoe, a silver-toned neck chain with knots in it made out of some kind of pot metal, maybe a photograph of a kid, or like I said, mom, that's a popular one. And think about that. Is anything in there of value? Here's the thing that happened in my case. I went to visit one of the women that the nutbag I married had been living with at the time he married me. They had one child together in a storage space. She had a suitcase that had been his. Probably she'd had possession of it for something like six years at that point. And we had planned that when I went to visit, we would open it together. We had to break into it. It was locked. There were no keys. So inside were about two rumpled, crumpled, mildewy, button-down plaid shirts, unwearable, some audio equipment that was outdated, was not wrapped or boxed or cared for, unusable, unsaleable, and along with some other odds and bods was a photograph of another woman and a separate photograph of another very young child. Who were they? This other woman, this other child. All we can think is, oh, Here's another one, another woman, another child. We have never found out who those people were, but we took all those things, including the suitcase, and had a nice time throwing them away. This nutbag that I had married 
also left things at my place, and I went through them, and I got rid of them, and months later, cleaning out a cupboard, I found more things, and these things told me so much about him. There were iPhones in boxes. There were receipts that showed thousands of dollars that had been wire transferred to him that I knew nothing about while he was with me. These things were validating. I say, look through the boxes, and then make a little pile in the box of some of the crumpled, broken things. Take a photo of it, and if they text you saying, do you see my old bowling shoe in your garage? I need my bowling shoes. Can you take them and drop them off? You can't. You can't do any of that. The junk, it's a way to keep the door open into our lives. We have to close that door. Take a photo of the broken, crumpled things, including that broken bowling shoe or whatever it is. Text them the photo saying, hmm, I don't know what you're talking about. This is all that's in the box. End of story. They will believe you. You're done. Throw the rest of everything away. If you're at the end and trying to make this truly end, please get rid of their junk. Their junk is junk in a sense of that word that is as profound as you can make it. It would be impossible for us to truly restore our lives with their things in our home. We have to close every window, portal, doorway from our life to theirs in every sense. You have any questions about this? You have a particular issue with this? Email me, jennifer at truelovescam.com. I invite you to book some sessions with me. It will change everything. There's also my book, Breaking Up With Evil. Book one is five women's experiences of being ensnared and escaping. Book two will have some different points of view. If you think you'd like to participate, email me about that. Put in the subject line, SOS Project. And want to let everyone know in the not too distant future, I will be making subscriptions for the podcast. A subscriber would hear all the new episodes plus bonus episodes ad-free. This is Jennifer Smith, True Love Scam Recovery with the podcast, Narcissistic Abuse Unwound, sending you all good things. (music) 